Surprise, surprise, bitches. Woo! Welcome back. It's the kid in the flesh. I know it's late, but we're going to make it great. Welcome back to the Millennial Manchild Podcast, folks. And as always, I'm your host, Miles Casey. As you know, you know, the podcast is coming out late this week. Just off the top here, I want to apologize. I have been super fucking busy. You know, just crazy busy this past week. Uh, yesterday, I worked almost 11 hours. Tuesday, I worked 10 hours. And now I have to go to work again today. Had a guest here this past weekend, which was awesome, you know, which I'll get into a little bit later in the podcast. But yeah, you know, I've just been swamped. And I'm actually even tired right now as I'm doing this, but I got to get it done. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to do shit you don't want to do when you're tired because you got a responsibility. So as I am here performing my responsibilities, I hope you're taking care of shit too. I hope you're getting shit done. hope you're taking care of business, kicking ass, taking names, all that good stuff. I also hope that this episode finds you in good spirits and you're not having too bad of a week. I know some of you look forward to the podcast coming out on Monday, so I do apologize again that uh, it's coming late this week, but it is still coming. I still delivered the goods, and thank you all for listening. It is much appreciated. Also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at MilesKCO6 uh, and on Twitter at MKCO6 for more fun updates and shenanigans, as always. Yeah, but let's just get into it today, you know. Uh, Like I said, I've been busy. It's tough out here living in the new American dream, you know, working two jobs, barely paying your bills and rent, uh, having this awesome crippling student loan debt hanging over me. That, I guess that's the new millennial American dream, it feels like. That's kind of where I'm at right now. And it's, it's not the best place to be, but, you know, what can you do? This is me trying to figure it all out. This is me trying to live out my dream. And this is how I have to do it for now. No one ever said it was going to be easy. No one ever said it was always going to be fun. And it definitely hasn't been fun the past couple days. My body is sore. I didn't even know your body could really get too sore from work. But when you work almost 11 hours, your feet are going to be fucking hurting. Your legs are going to be sore. My calves, they're, they're going to turn into these beastly monster calves. I can feel it. But yeah, so besides that, uh, life has been good. Um... Like I said, I'm going to, I'll wait, I'll wait to talk about some of the things we did this past weekend with my boy Manny. That was a lot of fun. Uh, but, but I did want to mention that, uh, I'm going to try to break up the conversations. I'm not going to just release the conversations every week because I'm selfish. I'm very narcissistic in some ways and I want to hear my voice too. So what I'm going to try and do, I think from here on out, at least for now, is if I do a conversation the week before, next week it's going to be me again. Just me, by myself, talking, the young man child in your ear, coming at you with, you know, only the hottest takes around and just keeping it lighthearted and funny usually. That's the goal. And even though I would much rather would have just released a conversation this week and it would have been easier, I think this is the way to do it because I don't want to lose my skill of being able to sit here and talk to you all for 30 minutes at a time or whatever it may be because it's an important skill to have and it's something that I'm really trying to get better at and fine-tune so I think that's the best way to go about this from now on I just want to let you guys know you know we're doing this together we're having fun here we're a team I know it may not feel like it it may feel like I'm doing all the work and I kind of am but 
you were a team, folks, and I appreciate you listening and, and taking it taking the time out of your day to just listen to some fucking goofball talk about nonsense that most people don't really care about. So thank you. Um, yeah, what else? Uh that's kinda it for the intro, I think. We're just gonna save all the good stuff for the main portion of the podcast, you know? Uh yeah. So thank you for listening and we'll just get into it. Enjoy. fuck around too much here on the well actually that's pretty much all i do on the podcast but but yeah we'll just get into it today you know uh we'll start with this past weekend had a blast i haven't had a weekend like this in i don't know six months or so it was, it's been a long time since i've had this busy of a weekend it was great had uh my friend manny Elinde out here and, and we had a good time you know i got to show him san diego he got here early saturday morning we were out there hitting the pavement early. There was an awesome street fair, the OB Chili Cook-Off down on Newport, not too far from my house. Uh, basically, an amazing fucking time. They shut down the whole street. They set up all these awesome uh, little tents with different foods and different people trying to sell shit or whatever it may be. Lots of cool art, tons of live music. It was great. We got to try like 20 different chilies. Oh, we were pretty much in heaven all day Saturday. Um, and it, it, what's so great about that event is that it lasts all day. You know, they had a beer garden. They had live music. We got to see the band of gringos, which was awesome. They're one of my favorite local San Diego bands. Uh, big fan of them. Um, also got to see Bill Walton, ex-NBA player, playing the fucking bongos with a Grateful Dead cover band, which is hilarious. Always fun to just catch something like that so random you know what i mean like what were the chances so that was really cool but yeah we had a blast also saturday night got to it just worked out perfectly uh manny really couldn't have shown up on a better weekend my buddy because we had the chili cook-off my other friends were in town celebrating uh, a birthday and they had a group of like 30 people which is insane by the way i don't know if you've ever went out as a group of like 30 people but 
it's like having a gang, basically. Like, you are a mob, and you're, whatever you're doing in a bar pretty much becomes what everybody's doing. You just take over the energy. It was, it was a lot of fun. So shout out to Pete, shout out to Miles, Krill, Sasha, all those lovely people. It was great to see them as well. And, uh, kind of get to show Manny, because I don't, you know, I don't go out a lot. It's not really my style, but it was nice to have them, uh, here and we got to go out as a group. It was a lot of fun, you know, taking over a bar is kind of wild. We did get a little too rowdy. Uh, I think we got kind of kicked out of a bar at one point, but you know, that's what happens sometimes when you, there's a group of 30 people. It gets a bit wild. People are getting a little loose, especially when it's somebody's birthday. So I get it. I get it. But yeah, that was a lot of fun. And uh, <clears throat> what else What else is nice about having a guest come and visit? First of all, shout out to Manny again. Much appreciated for taking the time out of your day and week to come visit me. Not, you know, a lot of people say, oh, Miles, I'm coming to San Diego. I can't wait to see you, man. We're going to hook up. We're going to have a fun time. And then they don't. A lot of times they just don't. And I get it. It's not easy to set everything up. You know, take a week off. Be prepared for all the work that comes with that after you get back or a weekend off or whatever it may be. And uh, But I just wanted to say shout out to him for making the commitment, taking the time. That was fun. Thank you. Also, what's nice about having a guest come and visit the city that you live in is you're probably going to do something that you don't normally do, right? Because for me... I have my own little comfort zone within San Diego, as I'm sure you all do with your in your own respected cities or places where you live, right? You kind of have your little routine or the one little sports bar you like to go to or your favorite restaurant. And when you have somebody come and visit, it's nice to kind of push you out of that comfort zone because it's like, hey, I want to go do this because they kind of have their own idea of what San Diego is or, or what they want to do. And that was nice because a lot of times... I have to admit, I'm a bit of a homebody. I'm, a, I'm somebody who can be very content staying at home, maybe trying to do a little writing, some journaling, watching Netflix, maybe YouTube, whatever it may be. I am, I do have a tendency to be prone to that type of behavior. So, you know, it's nice to have a guest come visit and bring me out of my comfort zone because we got to go check out Balboa Park, which admittedly, you know, I've been here for four years, embarrassingly enough. I've only been there twice. And I hadn't even been to the main part of Balboa Park where Manny and I went and hung out. So it's always nice to be like, oh, shit, I'm missing out on this. I didn't realize how badass this place was, you know. And sure, it was a little busy and whatever, but I don't really care about that. Not that much. It was just fun to get out of the house and experience something new within the city that, you know, I've been for four years. Yeah, I mean, basically what I'm getting at is I guess it got me thinking that I need to take some more time to explore the city. You know, and sure, I don't have a lot of money to do some of the more expensive stuff, but there's plenty to do that doesn't cost a fucking nickel. Maybe just a little, the gas to get there. And I just got to take a little bit more time to set that up and think about that because there's so much to do in San Diego and I haven't taken advantage of all of it still. And it was fun. And it kind of gave me a new perspective on San Diego and I like that. So... I guess at the end of the day, again, it's always coming back to getting out of your comfort zone, kind of pushing yourself, doing stuff that, you know, for me, once I get there, I always have fun, but I always kind of make it into this this thing, like it's going to be a chore, like it's going to be something that, oh, I can't believe, like, oh, I have to go there and do this, and it's going to be, you know, it's a perspective switch. I really need to kind of, the same thing, 
as I talked about before with the stand-up, right? I had to have a perspective switch. I'm maybe not going to be funny on stage, but be comfortable. Be relaxed. Even if you're eating the turd sandwich up there, you know, just bombing your, bombing your face off. Try to be relaxed. Try to be in control of that. That you're like, yeah, this is what I wanted to do. This is even though you guys don't like it and don't think it's funny, this is who I am and this is what I'm doing. And just be comfortable. So that's the same thing with kind of getting around San Diego and getting out of like my comfort zone of Ocean Beach, right? I got to be willing to explore all of it and see all the great things that it has to offer. So just a good reminder, basically. So shout out to Manny. Had a great, great time. Shout out to Pete, my other buddy, Miles and Kirill. It was great to see them this past weekend as well. All fun all around. Just like I said, so fucking busy uh, <laughs> this past weekend. Hadn't had a weekend like that in a very long time. So as much fun as it was and as good as it is, I am excited that this weekend, my birthday weekend, by the way, that I don't have to fucking do anything. Uh, yeah, I got to work a little bit, but I've got no real plans and I have Sunday off. So you better believe, you better believe that I'm going to be relaxing this weekend. You know, whether that means by the beach trying to read a book or here at home curled up in a little ball watching Netflix like a piece of garbage. It's probably going to be the latter, but we will see. Uh, yeah, so that's been fun. Um, a few, let's see, what else? Oh, I guess I'll give a little update on the old tender life because that was something that I said I wanted to talk about more. I wanted to try and go on some more dates. And I must admit, I haven't been hitting it that hard so far. I have been doing a lot of swiping. I find it, I don't know, I find it very just kind of gross in some ways. I don't know why I shouldn't. Everybody does it. It's really not that big of a deal. But just this such an arbitrary, just a left or a right swipe based on one little snapshot picture usually is, it just seems super superficial, super just ugh. Like kind of, ugh, you know, so I don't know. I guess I, again, it probably comes back to me. I just need to kind of figure out what works for me on there or what I want out of it. Cause if I'm just mindlessly swiping and trying to, you know, not really trying that hard or not doing everything that I need to do on the, on there, it's just like, it just seems like a fucking huge waste of time basically is what I'm getting at. Because, you know, I try to reach out. I've gotten some matches despite popular belief, this troll, this ugly Troll does get a couple matches on Tinder, but then when I reach out, it's like half the time you don't get a response or they don't really seem interested. I don't know. I'm not good at this shit, folks. So well, guess what I'm saying here is like right now I'm, I'm out on a fishing boat and I ain't got GPS. I ain't got compass. I don't even barely have a fucking sail. And I think my fishing pole is about to break. So if anybody's got any ideas or advice, hit your boy up. You know, help the young kid out. We're out here trying to navigate these waters. And fucking, I feel like I just got my leg bitten off by a shark or something. Because it's, it's, it's tough. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not good at it. I've never been good at this whole dating thing. I don't know what it is. I probably just have too many preconceived notions and ideas in my head that kind of hold me back in some way. Or I... I don't see myself in that high of a regard. So yeah, I, you know, a lot of it probably letting my past history with dating and whatever get in the way, you know? And that's one of the things I have to get better at is not clinging onto the past, not saying like all that shit that has happened in the 27 years that I've lived prior or why it's going bad today. Because you can change today. You can decide to be happier. You can decide to start working out 
And there's a lot of things that I can do to make those changes to help improve my experience on there. So I guess I'm kind of just talking out loud here and trying to figure this out for myself. But as you heard earlier, the kid needs some help. So send me that advice. If you got any tips, tricks, or whatever, uh, happy to give it a try. Because like I said, I'm lost. I don't know. Not good at it. I always like I always try to be nice. Is that the wrong way? Maybe I should just be an asshole on there and just be like, what's up, bitch? Want to fuck? No, I don't think that'll work either, but <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> it just seems that it is uh, kind of leading nowhere usually. So eh, maybe I just need to get out in person. Quit being a coward. Quit trying to hide behind my phone to try and do this dating thing. I don't know. I don't know. But whatever. As with anything, some of these things just take time. I'll figure it out. I know I will. I always do. And, you know, eventually. Sure, it takes me many, many years usually. Like, it's going to be an embarrassing long amount of time before I become an actual comedian or before I have a successful podcast, I'm sure. So, it's like, again, you just got to play the long game. That delayed gratification, just just wait it out. And, you know, not, not just wait. You got to do the, do the work, too. But it'll happen. We'll, we'll figure it out. So, I just wanted to kind of share that update with you. Uh, Yeah. But, uh, oh, this is kind of funny. I was thinking about this recently. And, you know, speaking of Tinder, we'll just, we'll just jump right into it. Uh, I was thinking about when I was taking the shower the other day that there's, like, levels to, to the sex game, right? There's levels to fucking. Because, you know, like, one of the lowest levels is just, like, maybe you have a girl over and you're, it's an apartment you're renting and you're fucking there. And, and, and basically where this is headed... Uh, is like I think Elon Musk pretty much has the strongest fuck game in the world <laughs> or in the universe in this case because like you know you can start in your own apartment you don't even own it that's hella weak then maybe you're fucking in your own house that's pretty dope you're like oh man I'm in my own house I'm fucking like hell yeah and then next level could be like on your own boat you're in your own boat you're like damn I'm out here on the ocean I'm fucking on a boat baby like that's next level right and then it goes another level. You're in your own plane. Who gets to fuck on their own plane? Like I said, there's levels to this game, son. So that's that's like one of the top levels. But Elon Musk, that motherfucker, his plan, he wants to fuck on Mars, basically. That motherfucker wants to fuck on another planet. And I have to say, that's some pretty next level shit. That's, a, that's pretty gangster. Like, you don't think of gangster when you think of Elon Musk, but wanting to fuck on another planet to go to Mars... To, for what? What does he want to go to Mars for? Oh, he wants to colonize it? Oh, he wants to fuck. Elon Musk wants to fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, there's levels to this game. And when you're a billionaire who's that smart, you find a way to be like, how am I going to be the best at this game? And he's working on it. He's really taking it to the next level, you know. And I have to admit, I love the idea. I would love to fuck on Mars as well. I mean... It seems very romantic. The red planet, you know, that's the color of love or something. I don't really know. I'm just making shit up, but I don't know. It'd be cool, right? Kind of got me thinking, like, and this is another, again, this this is just a little peek, a little a little peek behind the curtain that is my mind. Uh, I would love to also not only fucking on Mars, but, like, if he owns his own spaceship, fucking on his own spaceship, woo, in outer space. Man, that's some crazy stuff, right? Like, that's some next level, that's some that's some next level dick game right there is what I'm saying. Like, me personally, I would love to go up to the International Space Station, 
be tossed around in zero G by a little Russian chick that I don't even speak the same language as. Yeah, that's right up my alley. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, you can't really fuck in outer space miles. You'd be bumping across and it would be a mess. You'd, you know, one one thrust and she's across the room. It's like, no, no, no. I already got it figured out, folks. I got it figured out. Because I'm going to bring an extra pair of boots up to outer space with me. And I'm going to super glue those boots to the ceiling and those will be my fucking boots. Because who doesn't want to have some space fucking boots? Like, that's that's amazing, right? Some space fucking boots? Oh, yeah. You can just plant your feet in theirs and just fucking go to town. Just super glue those bad boys to the top. And you can be looking out the window and you see the entire earth. And it's just like you're looking down on all those peasants. You're basically up there fucking like God. You're like, yeah, no one is better than me. So, yeah, this is the kind of stuff that I think of in my spare time. And uh, it's probably why uh, I work at Starbucks and as a fry cook. <laughs> because these are not ideas that make you big bucks. You're, this isn't going to turn into a moneymaker for the boy. Not a chance. But you never know, right? Like a little space fucking sounds like a good idea. I hope those astronauts are fucking up there. I hope they are. I really do. I know I couldn't personally be an astronaut because, well, quite frankly, I would just be up there blowing space loads all day. Like, how fun would that be? Like, holy shit, look how far that one shot. Pa-pa! Like, just, or people be sleeping, and I would just be like, all right, aim, ready, fire! From, like, across the room, you know what I mean? Like, that shit would be hilarious. Just what, smack them right in the face. Yeah. So again, as you can see, I have some really deep stuff going on in my mind, some very thoughtful and carefully considered ideas. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but yeah, whatever. Who cares, right? Um, but I'll, I'll leave you on this. I'll just leave you with a few things here that I've been kind of mulling over lately. Uh, I've been thinking about this for a while, but I really kind of want to get a tattoo. I don't, I don't know if it's because I live in Ocean Beach and everybody has a fucking tattoo here, and I almost feel like I'm not a part of the group because I don't have a tattoo or what, but I want to get a tattoo, two tattoos actually. They're both just little phrases that I think are important to me and kind of have a significance that'll be like set as like reminders almost, you know? They're not nothing crazy, but one of them would be I am not Superman because I have this tendency to just put so much pressure on myself and, and, and think that, Oh, you got to be doing more. You got to be doing more. And I get, I beat myself up about it. And I think kind of badly sometimes of myself if I'm not doing more. And you know what? It's good for me to remember that I am not Superman. I am not bulletproof. I cannot fly into the center of the sun. Uh, I, I'm just a normal dude. And, you know, it's a good reminder just to be like, hey, I'm a human. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to fuck up. I'm not perfect. And I'm doing my best. You know what I mean? Like, so that's just one thing that I've kind of been thinking of lately. It's like maybe getting that tattooed on my arm somewhere. I'm not Superman. Or another phrase that I've been thinking a lot about is a, it's a Latin phrase, which is vivere es militare, which means to live is to fight, which I, I love because life is a struggle. Life is a fight. Nothing is easy about this. Nobody gets handed anything. And if you do, you're probably a cunt. You're probably not very much fun to be around. But when you you battle through something, you overcome, you grow, you you really can, you know, a lot of times as they say, pressure f makes diamonds. When you have a struggle, when you overcome that, you come out the other side stronger, better, and just more, more you. 
in many ways because you learn something about yourself in that moment. And I just love the that phrase that you know, as I I probably butchered it in Latin by the way the the vivere este est militare or whatever probably butchered it. But to live is to fight, to fight. Just seems very poignant to me and something that I completely agree with because each day does feel like a little bit of a fight and you can't give up and it's a good reminder just to keep pushing forward to keep doing what you want to do and to to fight for it you know not to give up you gotta you gotta fight for what you want even if it seems impossible and even if it seems like it may never happen you like for me personally I would never forgive myself if I didn't at least try so that's what we're out here doing I'm trying we're all trying to figure it out and yeah so I just thought those two little tattoo ideas were kind of uh, something I would share with you share with you all share with the universe kind of put it out there and yeah so uh, thanks for listening today I hope you enjoyed today's episode and uh, till next time I can ride my bike bye bye no handlebars no handlebars no handlebars I can ride my bike with no handlebars no handlebars no handlebars Look at me, look at me, hands in the air like it's good to be alive. And I'm a famous rapper, even when the paths are all crooked. I can show you how to dosey do. I can show you how to scratch a record. I can take apart the remote control, and I can almost put it back together. I can tie a knot in a cherry stem. I can tell you about Lee Erickson. I know all the words to De Colores, and I'm proud to be an American. Me and my friend saw a platypus. Me and my friend made a comic book, and guess how long it took? I can't do anything that I want, cause look, I can keep rhythm with no metronome. No metronome, no metronome And I can see your face on the telephone On the telephone, on the telephone Look at me, look at me Just called to say that it's good to be alive In such a small world, I'm all curled up with a book to read I can make money, open up a thrift store I can make a living off a magazine I can design an engine 64 miles to a gallon of gasoline I can make new antibiotics I can make computers survive aquatic conditions I know how to run the business And I can make you want to buy a product Movers, shakers, and producers Me and my friends understand the future I see the strings that control the system I can do anything with no resistance Cause I can lead a nation with a microphone with a microphone, with a microphone, and I can split the atom of a molecule, of a molecule, of a molecule. Episode 34, I believe, is in the books. Ah, 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 boom, 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 boom. That's what's up, yo. Thank you for listening, folks. As always, much appreciated. I don't have a ton uh, in the outro here for you today. Um, just a few things, you know, I wanted to kind of talk about this because I have been bad lately. I've stayed bad and I know it's because of the new job and trying to do everything all at once, but, uh, man, I have not been working out. I have not been journaling as much. I've been doing a decent job on the meditation. That's the one thing that is kind of, whenever I'm feeling fucking anxious, when I'm feeling stressed, I'm like, all right, you have to go meditate. And that's the one thing that has been kind of holding me together a little bit. So... You know, I know I talk a lot about meditation and mindfulness, but this is just another reminder of like, it's something that is such a valuable tool. And I know it has like, it's kind of a buzzword and it's a word that has been just abused and manipulated and thrown around by so many people that nobody really even believes it or cares about it that much. But when you can really focus on mindfulness, focus on the breath, focus on being in the moment, finding yourself not lost in thought, being able to just being like, ah, I'm up here thinking about everything all at once and I don't know what to do and I'm just, it's a whirlwind of emotion and thought and it's too much. 
mindfulness has been there for me to keep me calm, to keep me more balanced. And I just wanted to kind of just give a shout out to mindfulness and meditation. And just a reminder, like, hey, if you're out there, you're feeling these things, give it a try. You know, it's going to take a few months. It's not easy. I still struggle with it today. Like, I'm not great at meditating. And I only do it for 10 minutes at a time usually. So, you know, just a friendly reminder. If you're out there feeling a little anxious, a little stressed, anxiety is high, you know, take a second. Breathe. Focus on the breath. Release your thoughts. You are not your thoughts, you know. These are just random things that pop up in our head. We don't know where they come from. Go looking for where a thought comes from. You can't fucking find it, people. So... Just a little reminder, you know, here in the outro about that and a reminder to myself that I need to get to working out again. I need to start doing a better job there because I've been doing pretty decent for the most part on my dieting. I haven't been eating as many gummy worms, mainly because I'm just going straight to bed. My main vice was like that one at night. Oh, at night. That's when the sweet tooth comes out. So if I'm tired and I'm exhausted, fuck it, I'm going to bed. And another way to keep doing that, making sure I don't have extra energy to go buy candy or do some stupid shit like that, is to work out and keep myself, you know, more balanced. So I need to work out. I need to get back to journaling. I need to get back on stage. I know this past week's been rough because, you know, I had guests and I've been super busy. Schedule hasn't allowed me to get on stage for an open mic. And I'm chomping at the bit. I can feel my momentum slipping away and I don't like that. So, yeah, we're going to going forward it was a little bit of a craziness this past week or so but i got a more set schedule coming up and you know i'm going to be hitting it hard so i'm looking forward to getting back out there getting back to open mics seeing some of my friends that are comics that i haven't get to, gotten to see in a week or two because of not being at mics and all that stuff so yeah gotta get to gotta exercise gotta get to open mics and gotta get back to journaling because those are the things that really help me keep pushing forward keep making sure i'm balanced and keep sure i got my head screwed on straight if you will so yeah looking forward to that um but besides that i got a couple things for you here to check out um this guy uh doesn't need any help for me for sure but fucking joe rogan has had some amazing guests on lately and if you aren't listening to the joe rogan podcast i get it three hours is a huge commitment it's not easy for everybody to sit down and just listen to somebody talk for three hours. I get it. But if you haven't listened to one of his podcasts recently, you got to go check it out. Go check out like the one with Duncan Trussell or the one with Dennis McKenna. He has some interesting guests. And these type of conversations are just so inspiring to me because they don't happen anywhere else. And it's three hours and you really get to know somebody and really get to go into the details and the nitty gritty of all the different things that they're talking about. And... I think if you're not like listening to some of these, like not everyone, you can't listen to everyone, but if you're not experiencing some of these conversations or seeing kind of what's going on there, you're really going to be missing out on something very important in my opinion. So just go check out some, some new Joe Rogan shit is what I'm recommending. And sure, he doesn't need my help. I get it. But, you know, we're pretty much in the same realm at this point. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, check it out. I think it'll be fun. Uh, you'll enjoy those. Uh, besides that, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm just going to recommend him today because, like I said, he's had some great stuff on. And, yeah, check it out. But besides that, the music for today's podcast in order is Gorilla Radio by Rage Against the Machine, Handlebars by Flowbots, and Prayer of Refuge by Rise Against. As always, folks, thank you all for listening. I couldn't do it without you. You're the best. Big kiss.
Goodbye. Man, child. Out.